hi this is Claire welcome to the art of life I'm going to speak here about immunity um, I guess in it in its expanded sense um, a lot of us have been thinking about immunity as the primary concern in this past year or two of global psychosis around health and the the mainstream redefining of of health as um disease essentially and the pharmaceutical agenda um for those of us who've perhaps had health challenges in our life and transformed them into health we have might have a, a very practical understanding but also a very present and protective sense of not taking our health for granted and knowing that we will not do anything to compromise it um, and therefore we have a good solid sense I myself I feel have a good solid sense of what health actually is where my health comes from and it doesn't come from any pill or jab or chemical outside of myself but comes from a state of being and a choice about being a whole, vibrant, living being. And when I discuss health with other people who are who are genuinely interested, who really want to step into a more holistic state of health in themselves, the the one of the things that I focus on as a like what can I transmit, what's, what's most useful to others in the context of, of um, priority, of hierarchy of health. Um, immunity is, is really important, um, but I perhaps don't think of immunity as a, a, a separatable system from the whole um, that can be clunk, click, fiddled with here, added to their change direction of, or um, I don't hold a conventional view about uh, a conventional allopathic view about immunity, and I also have a very strong view around. how our greater self, like our extended self, the part that is beyond our body, as in our mind and our spirit and our emotions, which extend beyond the body and interact with the world outside of us, um, they are not contained by the boundary of our physical self. And yet they, we, have become, we have been convinced over the centuries and millennia that they, that they are contained just within the physical self that the boundary is where our skin touches the air, where our hair extends from the body, but no further. And all of our emotions, thoughts, sensations and sentience can only come from our five senses and not from anything greater than the parts. And in the context of the current global situation, the the nature of this distortion of things, of this 
not just making things smaller than they really are, but the dumbing down of things to being some kind of a, um, even the modern understanding of terrain theory and of the more complex, much more complex and symbiotic and interbeing, interconnected immune system. It acknowledges that we are we are much more than a a binary cause and effect. The 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 way we interact with each other is extremely complex and sensitive and undefinable in many ways. And the whole situation has to be taken into account of rather than thinking that like a like a polarity and a magnet that you know, negative attracts positive or positive attracts negative, but there's no there's no subtlety in things being any more complicated than that. And the problem that we're currently um, dealing with around the world is not a VIRUS, of course, it's not, it's absolutely not. <clears throat> it's our the way we're looking at the world. <clears throat> and the way that we're looking at the world is extremely distorted it's like a myopic vision and on the whole it's a very destructive way of seeing the world because when we're focused on a symptom or a part of the whole and seeing it as inherently flawed seeing the sim symptom as inherently a bad thing that we should get rid of then we're missing all the complexity and meaning and purpose and beauty of the treasure that is inside the thing and equally with immunity, when we see ourselves as being locked within blood, bone and flesh, rather than being liberated by it, rather than being in an ecstatic and vibrant and life of vitality and a real living relationship with the world, when we see ourselves as simply <clears throat> a thing that reacts to and mostly reacts negatively to, then we were not able to master, and I, I don't mean control, but we're not able to have mastery over our life. We're not able to enter life in an artful way or to become an artist in our own life. And this is something that we are waking up to at the same time as a particularly sinister and manipulative agenda is more than ever and ever more completely pushing us to submit to this one-dimensional belief that we are inherently fallible, inherently small and inherently helpless. The reason the world is the structure that it is, our constructed world is the construct that it is, is deeply seated in us believing that we're small, us believing that the effect that ripples out is only a physical effect and that our mind can only do things by force and our body can only do things by force rather than the embodied, sentient, awoken 
energetic body extending outwards and without getting too much into that the esoteric side of that I just want to concentrate on like why immunity is so much something so much bigger than what it's made out to be especially now in the mainstream um, and why this is a self-fulfilling prophecy not immediately but in the long term it's leading us to where we think that we have to go even though we don't have to go in that direction it's leading us basically into our own self-destruction even though there are so many other options so this idea that immunity is purely about these little microscopic things that we can't see and that are dangerous to us that are coming in and out of our breathing passageways and floating through the air and being breathed in and out by each other. The idea that one person passes something to another person is a it's a profound spell, a really profound spell. It's so profound and so complete and so efficiently repeated and repeated and repeated like this really epic mantra that we're all chanting continually. Um, our culture is built on it. Our the aisle of the supermarket with all the cleaning products is built on it. Um, the doctor's surgery is built on it. The hospital is built on it. The way we relate to each other is built on it. The way we bring babies into the world, the way we bring children up is, is based on it. And it's all based, on, again, on scarcity and entropy, the assumption that life is killing us. And the main objective is to fight that, fight it off as much as possible, <laughs> fight life off, as opposed to the perspective and an expansive way of thinking, an expansive understanding of the immune system, which is that your immunity is contained as much in your own ability to navigate the earth, navigate life, and to accept things into your body and into your being and to be able to digest them and release them, sweat them out, poop them out, pee them out, menstruate them out, ejaculate them out. If we believe that our, our body is inherently flawed, we see, which, which I, I know is built in some way into consumerism, like where we see ourselves as this funnel or this sort of insatiable mouth <laughs> that is taking in and taking in and we're taking in with all of our senses and um, social media is a really good example of this of just logging on scrolling down and just taking in and taking in and taking in and not thinking for a minute that as much as we take in we have to also release as much as we um take in our mouth we have to metabolize and and also eject um the, the nature of our constructed economy and consumerist culture means that we have built into our system uh, a sense of scarcity and a sense of hunger because we're so detached from our spiritual rootedness, our ability to see meaning in everything and, and to be able to read the meaning, like to know what it is. And so we're in a place where after centuries and millennia of conditioning, we're at a very peak point of literally um, 
being in such a state of hunger and continually taking things in, continually eating, continually buying, continually feeling the need to grasp. Um, and we, we're not balancing that with the letting go. We're pooping in the wrong place, we're pooping into water, we're menstruating in the wrong, the wrong place and throwing our sacred blood into the compost or that wouldn't be such a bad thing if it wasn't getting mixed in with a load of other composting. The only place for blood to really go is to be mixed with water and put back directly back into the soil, not to be flushed down with water and mixed up with plastics and all kinds and with excrement um, and turned into a toxic thing. Um, but similarly, that's not where our poop's meant to go either. <laughs> poop should be being um, in... Uh, put into the systems like all of the things that we waste should be going back into the systems and should be going into the systems in a way that they turn into nutriment and they feed the earth and feed the soil and feed the plants and feed us eventually um, but when we're in a situation where we we're blindly consuming we don't think about what we're what we're eliminating or what we're throwing away somebody comes and picks it up in a garbage bin from the door and that's the end of it for us. Or we take our maximum, you know, we're like really, really good environmental, environmentally aware citizens and we take our bottles to the bottle bank and we're so good and clink, clunk, crash, in they go into a container and then they're gone. Similarly, everything that happens externally is a representation or a, an echo or a, a metaphor of what's happening inside us. So... So our, our collective systems represent in the macrocosm what's going on in the microcosm. And the, our lack of immunity around just absorbing everything and then throwing it out as waste and throwing it out in the wrong place is very indicative of how we are constructed inside of ourselves that we're, we're so unaware of our effect on the world around us that we're contaminating our own water and contaminating the water for the person who lives further down the hill who will live next to sewage and we're, we're not putting nutriment in our own garden. This, I believe, and I understand in a holistic perspective in the cycle, of, in a creative cycle or a destructive cycle is very similar to how we take things into our body and our body, like the system that is going on around us, the system where we're contaminating our water systems, contaminating our land, putting plastics into the land and putting pollutants into the air and so on. And then we take them all into our bodies and into, into through our foods. When we understand the sacredness of everything that's coming into, into us, the meaningfulness of it, and we're able to take it in in a way, like in an appropriate way, the right amount, a small amount, a small and dense and high quality amount, both in food, in sound and music and conversation, in imagery and ideas from other people. Our immunity is an inherent ability, an innate, inalienable ability that is natural to us that when we're peacefully rooted in spirit, when we're going about our life in a fulfilled and spiritually easeful way, 
when we're living in gift, when we have a symbiotic relationship with all things. The immunity extend, extends way beyond us to the point that we would have an aversion to go to a place that is inherently toxic. We would have an aversion to be around people who are sick. We, are, we would be naturally gravitate towards people who have more energy rather than people who have less. And we would naturally align our work with creating energy rather than depleting it. And meaning doing that in the world, but also doing that within ourselves. Um, like the way we use our bodies, we would naturally gravitate towards something that was a satisfying graft <clears throat> and that afterwards we could rest fully from. <coughs> so... I've been really densely studying the last year, two years, <laughs> 47 years, um, but in particular, like um, scaling up my, my um, studies in the last couple of years in particular, with the, the rate of psychosis in the world getting to a, a point of not just a more heightened point, but also a more invasive point where just to stand still life is more expensive and um, there are more presumptions about the system interfering in our lives. So in these studies, I've, I've had my mind and my eyes opened to a great deal of information about what's going on in the world and a great deal of information about the the nature of the construct and and essentially it's very cattivo nature uh, like very evil nature it's non-lifeful nature it's opposition to life evil being a word that is live or live backwards so in taking in all of that information um i i found that particularly studying natural law and hearing different people's interpretation of natural law, which I in myself understand to be something that we get access to when we start to step out of the system and start to slow down and start to observe our own programming and our own presumptions about thing and when things. And when we get to a certain level of questioning, we recognise that... Um, everything can be questioned in this beautiful open-ended way where it's not that we're criticizing everything it's not that we're going against anything we're simply finding our way around things and through things and into things in a way that's much more healthy much more lifeful not blindly assuming to be led by government that is essentially out to feed office, not presuming that media and mainstream media is speaking any kind of truth, not, uh, not assuming that the alternative media is speaking any kind of truth, not assuming that anything is wrong until we see how it fits in with everything else. And there's a, a point in which 
we study and study and study and get to the the core of things and the and recognize that the core of things the core of the nature of the system correlates in some way to the core of the nature of ourselves the true nature of ourselves and the true physical core of ourselves like the actual inside um, of ourself our physical mental emotional spiritual self and this i feel is where true immunity starts to make itself known it's an integral part an inalienable part of the self that the word part doesn't really make sense because it's not separable from the self so you can't say it's like a system like the idea of the immune system is kind of bizarre because it crosses over and interweaves in so many ways that it's a bit like saying the female reproductive system, like the female reproductive system is joined up with every other part of themselves to the point where we all have unique cycles, absolutely unique cycles. And we all have unique ability to experience joy and ecstasy within our own body, depending on not just how much trauma we've had in our body, but what we've done to release that trauma and what we've done to step fully into what our body actually is and what it's made for, what its capacity is to feel pleasure. And that in itself feeds into our happiness, um, not in a, a very superficial, like, I had an orgasm today, a peak orgasm, therefore I am happy, you know, I'm feeling jolly and pleased with myself. But it feeds into our happiness in terms of feeling holistically good because our body has a good balance of hormone and chemistry and a good circulation of blood and a good openness of mind and a good expansion of our aura or whatever one might like to call it. So a person who has deep self-care and deep pleasure as a core part of their life will have an inherently better immunity because the immunity will like the projection and assumption if it can be called that that's kind of a a, a bit of a um, contrived way of trying to describe it but I'm trying to simplify the language here but the, the, my projection, what I'm putting out, will assume that I am safe and it will assume that I'm going to choose a certain food. Not, not a, a right food, but the food that is available, that is near me, that is tasty, that is a good investment, that is natural, that is whole, that is fresh, that is still living, will naturally attract me in a way that when I'm not in pleasure, I'll do certain things to, or, or when I'm not in pleasure, fulfillment, alignment, wholeness in my core, if I'm not deeply in my core, deeply present, deeply awake and sentient, I will always make a choice to compensate and do something that gives, and it gives me a, a temporal um, sort of, peak orgasm, thrilling effect of a thing, but isn't the thing itself. Like it'll give me a, a kind of, 
like going out and getting drunk and partying I'll have a sense of happiness and joy and connection and feeling free which is nothing compared to the, the feeling of really being free of really being sovereign of walking on a mountainside making love with my partner and kissing a kitten on the head <laughs> watching a cat, a cat give birth or giving birth oneself in ecstasy there's there's nothing in the external world with external stimu stimulation that could in, in any way compare or remotely relate to the happiness the genuine happiness and vitality and fulfillment that come from birthing naturally that come from being full of vitality that come from being healthy that come from walking up a mountain that come from sharing food made from a handful of hand cultivated vegetables or wild food that we've got down on our hands and knees to pick and um, scrabbling about in the undergrowth for asparagus for example and um, the pleasure and the nutriment and the act of having to, to go and get those things is so different than going to a supermarket or having a jam sandwich, you know, a marmalade sandwich, because we can't be arsed cooking something. Um, the freedom of time to be able to go out into the wild and pick the asparagus. Um, or the time, the freedom of the time to go and plant the potatoes because my potatoes are my favourite vegetables and they're part of my culture and, and the history of my island. And as recent history as that might be, it's they're still a really important part of my growing up and a fond reminder of my rootedness and then re reconnecting with that and, and going through another cycle of growth and another cycle of growing and the cycle of pleasure from, from harvesting those potatoes and cooking them in my kitchen and loving my house and being deeply satisfied by a meal of potatoes. Um, there's, there's no way that that is as much fun as getting drunk and going to the chippy and getting a big bag of chips, um, as in fried, potato, fried, fried potatoes uh, might be. Um, might have been in my, in my life with salt and vinegar on them maybe fish and chips uh, as as beautiful as that might be at the time in the superficial sense uh, in the the feeling of being fun and being really hungry at the end of the night and having drunk five pints of beer or whatever and partied and shouted and talked and sung and danced there's all this consequence and heaviness and not being lucid and yes the the act of the satiation of eating big fat beautifully fresh cooked chips from a, a, a potatoes uh, from a van at you know at the end of the street um and sitting down in a park bench and scoffing away on a cold night and eating these lovely hot chips it still is nothing compared to the cycle of having grown the food myself and sitting down and being genuinely at peace within myself and the deep satisfaction and pleasure that comes from that. 
from sitting and talking quietly or sitting and talking and laughing with friends in the garden or even having a little aperitivo in the garden but but the the difference between the holistic sense of well-being in being connected being present being lucid being aligned with what's immediately around us and being magically aligned with it, happily aligned with it, is very different from looking for the happiness on the outside and acting out and trying to compensate for what we really want. What we really want is to be peaceful inside. All of us want that. What we really want is to be healthy and vibrant and have an excess of energy that we can pull on at any time, take from our body at any time, call on when we need it. What we want is to have an, an effortless way of moving through life, not a fluidly, drunkly, sort of half flying, half running down the street, sort of superpower, drunk superpower, and this confidence that comes up in this when we've been drinking because our inhibitions are loosened. Not that kind of um, brain chemistry and body chemistry all stirred up by alcohol. And the need to be seen making a spectacle of ourselves, but the deep sense of actually seeing ourselves, witnessing ourselves, and being able to make aligned choice, make right choice, right choice that my body will function better tomorrow than it did today. Better choice around my mind will be more peaceful tomorrow than it was today. Uh, better choice, right choice around mastery of the body, understanding the art of the body and mind and spirit. I feel very strongly that these things ultimately are what can bring us to the truth of good immunity. Um, I, I suffered for decades with pretty general low-grade health and at some points like quite significant bedridden kind of symptoms and not being able to work and not wanting to work and feeling extremely... Um, depressed about the world but depressed isn't really the right word for it just feeling like it wasn't much fun being alive or being in the world and there wasn't really a place for me I couldn't find a place to give my energy and my feelings and my thoughts and and where they would be heard or witnessed or <clears throat> um even understood where they would bridge something between us and help me connect with people um and throughout the time that I was most ill my immune system seemed to like just seemed to consistently be being challenged by oversensitivities to anything coming into my nose or mouth or ears or eyes um extreme sensitivities to dust dust mites bed mites um animals um going outside whatever was outside especially like not being in the city um often car fumes uh, paint fumes, smoke, uh, when people smoke cigarettes, oh my god. Um, and over the years, I felt this separation going on where 
part of it, part of what was making me sensitive was something negative that wanted to be healed, as it were. And part of what was making me sensitive was perfectly natural uh, response to a toxic environment. And it, it's a really amazing um, journey to separate those things and then bring them together and bring together a being that actually functions <laughs> pretty well um if that makes sense I hope I hope that makes sense because that's like a, a really key part of how I've healed myself in in going into like what am I actually sensitive to like many of us are sensitive to many many things and what part what part of that is actually should be sensitive to it you know most of us are having reactions through our menstruation through our respiratory so-called system through our um uh, what's it called your adrenal system through our nervous system we're all dealing with high levels of stress that are not necessary in the world and aren't good for us we choose them we think that they are necessary and we think that they're not that bad for us but that's it's kind of missing the truth really the truth is if we're pushing and pushing ourselves and if our adrenal system is ramped up and if our emotional system is ramped up and if our um, nervous system is ramped up and we're using things like caffeine to give us energy to give us vitality where we don't actually have that vitality to draw on and we're not drawing on energy from our core or energy from the divine intelligent vibrant universe then it's natural that we will um, deplete ourselves and we'll have a, a state of being progressively more depleted and and being depleted we won't be able to defend ourselves um, on any level mentally emotionally physically and in terms of our biochemistry in terms of our immune system um, whereas if we are the opposite of running on empty, if we're running on excess, then we have enough to share with everyone around us and we also have enough to, to waste a little. We have spare <clears throat> and the though we, we might occasionally have some kind of a debilitating need, something that makes us lie down or um, close the windows and doors and stay inside for a few days or a day or um, a few hours. That will tend to pass very quickly. Um, I remember in past years, that, like just year after year of just almost feeling like I mostly had the flu all the time. <laughs> And um, it's not funny, it's horrible, like really horrible, just feeling like I can't quite shift something. I'm feeling really vulnerable, um, like holistically vulnerable, feeling like things are just getting inside me and things are, are affecting me that I don't want them to affect me. And it took a, it took a long time to really unravel that, like what is high sensory sentience? What is, what is good to be sensitive about? What is it? what is a healthy high sensory system of human consciousness and what is 
I am in a toxic situation and I can remove that toxicity and move into a different situation. So I think it um it might be very difficult in a in a an intense urban situation or in a big city to ever separate those things. But I think that there is something very necessary about finding the right environment that we can at least find even in a, a city or urban situation, even in the situation we're already in, if it's relatively toxic, we can always do something to either protect ourselves or move away from external toxicity and move into our vitality, which the latter will almost always help us to naturally gravitate to where it's healthier, healthier for us to live anyway. Um, So yeah, my immunity now, you know, I've really been thinking that I haven't been ill in a very long time. And that that's very significant for me to say that, um, you know, that I haven't even felt sick or had a headache for a certain amount of time that's related to having opened up my mind <laughs> and a certain amount of time that's related to having opened up my body and my energy um, my sensuality and my sexuality having lined up all these things and um, it's a lot easier for me to express myself so my body doesn't have to express for me something that I'm not understanding um, I was talking with a dear friend today about that about um, you know our our detachedness, our need to logically put labels on things and particularly on symptoms and on um, how we understand aspects of the holistic picture of our body, mind and spirit. You know, we have this compulsive need to, I need to label it so that I can find the answer for it. But of course, the simplifying of, of like a part of our symptoms isn't helpful in understanding the root of the thing and also understanding the purpose of the thing. And mostly I was saying to my friend that I feel that mostly the, the symptoms are, it's a bit like the, the dark, this dark side the, or the, the, the shadow side like in a healthy person there's just a natural balance between the light and the dark there there's no war between it there's no hidden beast in the shadows um there's simply darkness and dampness and there's light and warmth and they coexist perfectly happily within the being and similarly with our symptoms our symptoms are there telling us something that we're not recognizing it's just our body speaking to us. It's nothing more complicated than that. Nothing more complicated. And I've found, especially in recent years, really understanding the link between consciousness and pain, consciousness and well-being. I've recognised more and more deeply that whatever the pain is, it's an utter, utter gift. And it's also a gateway. It's not a gift as in, if I manage to unlock the secret code, about what this thing is, what made it happen, then I'll get rid of it and then I'll win, you know, I'll, I'll be free of it. 
it's more that the, the pain itself is something condensed, it's something not being heard, it's something disconnected. And the, the simple witnessing of it, not the telling of it that it's wrong, telling the symptoms that they're wrong, or the hating of it, or the resisting of it, like, I just don't want to feel like this. That is... Like, the fact that we could even exist in our minds, that we have that relationship with our body, is an inherent part of what becomes distorted, what becomes blocked, what becomes unravelled in a negative way. <laughs> um, unravelled isn't the right word. Um, like deconstructed um, from its natural good state, from its natural healthy state, and then becomes this um, bent, forked, complex structure that is meant to be like a, a nice happily rooted tree <laughs> with all these beautiful energetic branches extending up into the ether and into the heavens. Um, so I'm trying to transmit what I know about having improved my immunity and I think the main thing I can I can say is that it's much more complex, but in a good way, not in a, a bad complex way, but it's complex and it's it, in that it is whole, immunity is whole and it's much greater than what we think it is. And immunity is something that will naturally come from our tweaking our path and from our witnessing what's going on within ourselves, and really witnessing it, not just peeking for a moment and then carrying on ignoring it again. <laughs> not using um, fads or temporary fixes of like, I'm going to intensively do yoga this week and then I'm going to forget about any sort of self-care forever afterwards that, after that. Um, there's something about making everything yoga, making everything spirit and prayer, making everything about gratitude and everything about miraculous wonder that we even have a fucking body <laughs> that we even have a mind that works with the body that we have the potential to work in harmony within ourselves I think there's a beauty in the fact that we even have to question it that we have to delve into this the beauty of that is that we have been in a state where we were not in harmony and we've been encouraged to be in that state by forces outside of us that are benefiting from us being in a state of discord, in a state of disharmony inside ourselves and with each other. And when we start to understand the nature of that, the nature of how we've been distorted purposefully, how we've been distorted in order for people to profit from us, that's beautiful because we can unravel it. Unless we know what's been distorting us, we can't undistort it, we can't step out of it. If we think that it's a benign force of government or pharmaceutical or health agency, if we think they're there to help us, we're, of course we're going to stay connected with them and stay dependent on them and stay, stay trusting of them. But when we trust with a capital T in our true self and we understand the nature of our true self and we understand that it's been systematically methodically over centuries and millennia and increasingly over recent decades and years 
when we understand the extent of the manipulation and the intention, the conscious intention of the manipulation, or rather the contrived intention of the manipulation, the, the power dynamic of the manipulation, then we can understand how complicated and beautiful and mystical our immune system actually is, that our immune system is also a collective thing and it's also a Gaian, Sophian-wide thing. It's not something that stops at the edge of our skin or hair or nails and it's not something that um, we can, in a polarised way, fight against in the world. There's something about understanding that the core of all life is vitality and energy, vital force, ecstasy, bliss, expansion, and that we are a blessed, a blessed moment that gets to experience that. There's something extremely powerful about what happens when we, when we start to know that, not just know it in our mind, but know it in our body, our emotions, our immune system, our extended self, our expansive self, our collective self. We free up energy, resources, symptoms, tensions, fears, pain, in this kind of big bang, <laughs> this big benign bang that happens where suddenly we're not this little dense ball of spiky, contorted struggle anymore. And, and there isn't a need to fight with the world. There isn't a need to fight things off. Our immune system isn't a a bunch of little soldiers fighting against germs with little swords or guns. We are a symbiotic interrelationship with the world and we need the bad guys and the good guys in terms of germs and bacteria and viruses. And only our, our enlivened, loved, fulfilled body, mind and spirit can create the perfect symbiotic barrier which isn't a wall or a glass dome <laughs> or such and like um that can that can protect us it's a symbiotic relationship that protects us it's knowing when to go outside and breathe air knowing when to hug someone knowing when it's right and natural and good knowing that we can expose ourselves and that our body, mind and spirit will be able to take in what, we're, what we need and keep it in us and let go of what we don't need and get rid of it. And then when things leave us, they'll go into a system that will benefit all things. They won't get pooped down into the sewers and create a big toxic river that goes into the river and poisons the fish, you know? So, yeah, there was something I wanted to say too about um, having, or like all of us, having been inundated with vast amounts of information and perhaps, like myself, you might have joined a lot of communities or tried to find a community or reached out to people in your area or 
try to find collectives of people who are looking at solution rather than essentially blindly going along with this agenda, which is the medicalization of life completely <laughs> and the, the surveillance and um, slavering enslavement of all living people and beings. Um, you might have noticed that there's this, um, it's really easy to get overload with the, with the scale of what's going on with the amount of information there is out there, with the amount of different views there are about similar things, and with the intensity at which people are insist insisting you must listen to this, you must read this, or you must know this, um, or perhaps trying to pull you into one camp or the other. Um, I feel that immunity is this incredible symbiotic ability, this mastery of being able to even if lots of information is being throwing at, thrown at us, to sift it, sift it like we would sift heads of wheat in a sieve or sand and find the gold nuggets, um, not just absent-mindedly allowing it all to just pour in there and, and then it'll churn around and then we'll have great difficulty digesting it, we'll be up at night stressing about it. Um, there's something about the mastery of ourself and our whole being that allows us to very easily let it wash over us, where it, let it even wash through us, let it just float past us and on it goes. And what we do catch is, is nutriment, is sense, is pleasure, is good, is healthy, is natural, is needed, is taken in, is digested, is metabolized, turns into energy, turns into more freedom, turns into better aligned life, turns into more natural and good and healthy solutions and decisions in our life. There's something about all of this that's profoundly um, meaningful and yes deeply deeply fulfilling and also health making there's something about uh, something that we get called to do like called more and more to do the more we're, we're able to answer that call and yeah that's that to me is where my increasing immunity is coming to me, my immunity is not like a barrier that I walk out and, you know, I've got a mask on and therefore nobody, nothing can touch me. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go into that subject here, but um, you might know some of my views on this <laughs> um, if you've been listening to my podcasts or, or voice sharings or messages. Um, my immunity comes from my ability to flow in and out of life and between life and above and below life to move around life without getting dragged into symptoms that are not for me toxicity that is not for me wrong behavior wrong choices um unethical um throw, dumping of my shit into the world for example um, yeah, 
the, the road becomes clearer and clearer and easier to follow the more we actually follow it and make the right choice. And then immunity is the consequence of the thing because we've made the right choices and because we're able to discern and able to say thank you, no, in the right place and able to say thank you, yes, in the, in the, the right place. Um, so yeah, I know that there's lots of complexity around just now, as in chaotic complexity rather than beautiful symbiotic complexity. And I know that it's very easy to get pulled into, we're trying to step out of a, a system of chaos and unhealth but we, we fall immediately into something that's not that different than it because we're still looking outside of ourselves for a quick answer or a, an easier thing than actually looking inside ourselves. Um, so yeah, just, just that for just now. <laughs> I'm sending you love and blessings on your health, on your well-being, on your holistic enlightenment on your vitality, on finding connection with your core, on understanding your symptoms, but then comprehending them rather than standing under them and really moving through them into the treasure and peace that your symptoms are trying to lead you to. Um, please just reach out if you want to talk more about this. I'm doing <clears throat> more conversations uh, via groups on Signal app. And I'm also part of various communities if you're interested in communities around um, Brave New Life or New and Ancient so Story, let me know and I'll help you find them. Um, and if you want to have a one-on-one, -on -one, let's talk about that too. I'm starting to set up um, structures so that I can share art workshops online and one-on-one -on -one art kind of mentoring guidance um just growing the energy with each other vibes so um yeah just connect with me please do connect i'm shifting my patreon into that concept of live streaming from the art house studio and um speaking about how we use art as a, a means of transforming everything into the much more magical world that the world is meant to be for us in our own unique creative genius that we are. Um, yeah, just stay connected, reach out and be connected and be well. And yeah, what a blessing it is to be with you at this amazing time in the world, <laughs> in the universe. So much love. Ciao.